0: Hello, horses, mountains, and dogs family. Is it okay if I call you that? (laughs) Because I feel like we are family. When you have certain things that light you up in your soul, and I had this thought about horses, mountains, and dogs, you know, they're essentially all subjects on some level, subjects that we humans feel we get to, quote, rule over, or at least historically, we have. And I think more recently, although there's a lot of history that suggests that this has always been true, we are now seeing them as something we get to partner with, be responsible for, you know, obviously in ownership, but also steward conservation, the mountains, et cetera. What a gift that is to be connected to other humans that feel similarly as you do, or as I do, about horses, mountains, and dogs. It's the things that bring us together, the things that help us see eye to eye or just agree to look and see the beauty of a horse, for example. I came back from Briar West this weekend at the Rocky Mountain Horse Expo in Denver, Colorado. I am not exactly sure how to report On This event and do it justice. I didn't know exactly what we were getting into. And even while we were there, I wasn't 100% sure what was going on. (laughs) So full transparency. That said, when I spoke to my young children about Briar West, and I'll share some of those videos on Facebook, please connect with me on social media if you want to see more of what we're all about, or send me an email. Myers at gmail.com and I'll send you some videos and keep you hooked up that way. But anyhow, when I spoke to my children about this, they said essentially the same thing. It was not what we expected. They thought that there would be real horses that the model horses had been based on and created as a representation of. Apparently that is true at Briar Fest, which is the big event that pulls in thousands and thousands and thousands and tens of thousands, I don't know, people at the Kentucky Horse Park. But this event was a lot more intimate. I don't know if a few thousand people came through or if it was just a few hundred, but it was a very intimate group in a large warehouse attached to a riding arena, like a rodeo grounds. And they had people painting horses. They had model horses on display going all the way back to the 1950s. They had artists there who have molded and sculpted and designed these horses, the horses that I grew up playing with. I got to meet artists who had been working for Briar, which is a model horse toy company, since, I don't know, the 80s, which is when I was born. And Started playing with these Briar model horses. My sister and I called them MH. <laughs> it was amazing because we were invited into this meditation on play. And I got to watch my husband sit down and paint his horse. They give you these small horses, they call them their stablemate series, and you can hold them in the palm of your hand. And he painted his horse, Solita, who's a bay, with dark black markings on the tips of her ears and ends of her legs and nose and mane and tail. And the rest of her is a beautiful copper brown color. I actually painted my sister's horse for her birthday. Happy 40th, sis, if you're listening to this. Coming right up, you got 10 days to get your 30s out. (laughs) Anyhow, I painted her horse, who is this Beautiful bay named Bisu. She's a dark colored bay and she has some very unusual markings on her socks and a really unusual stripe with a star that fades off to one side. I had no idea how hard it was to paint these markings, paint these little details. And mind you, some of it was the paintbrush that they gave us. Everyone sort of got a stock paintbrush. Not great quality, very difficult to do detail, especially on a horse that you could hold in the palm of your hand. However, we persevered. We adults side by side with our children sat down and painted model horses. And it was this beautiful meditation, the the focus, the joy, the concentration, the imagination, and just the practice of doing art together as a family in public with others who were doing art together and connecting with artists and connecting with those who collect these horses and show them there were these little model horse shows going on. I met the judges. I went to a swap meet with my children in the host hotel. Thank you, Doubletree, for your warm chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) And I saw this whole world. It's like a fishbowl, a world that I was both a part of, but I was suddenly a fish out of water looking in to Decades. Decades. Perhaps generations. Yes, generations. There was a mother-daughter team, another one with her grandmother there, who have been showing and collecting these Briar model horses since the 1950s, which is when Briar first started. And I watched as my children just came alive around all of these toys and all of these people who are promoting the toys because they collect them and love them and share them. And one young girl who lives in Cheyenne, Wyoming and has a model horse show that she is hosting, I guess you get approval from Breyer to do it. Again, I don't know all the details. This is a new world to me. But she saw my five and seven-year-old and said, can I give you a present? Can I give you this unicorn? And I watched as my girls just accepted this gift, this free gift simply for showing up and being there. And that's what they talked about. Their biggest takeaway from the entire weekend was the free gift, the gift that they were given without having to understand the value of money, because all of these horses, their value changes as their collectors. And they become more and more coveted, just like real horses, might I add, depending on your bloodlines, depending on who your painter was, because they're all hand-painted by professionals, depending on who your sculptor was, depending on what year you came out and how many of these models still exist. It was fascinating. The whole thing was fascinating. And I found myself walking away completely inspired. And it wasn't just Briar. It was the attachment to quote, the real horse world. So in this warehouse, walking out from Briar with all of the blue and yellow tents that go with their branding and all of the people painting model horses and showing them around tables and workshops and lectures going on with the artists. When you walked into the other part of the warehouse, you had authors and presenters and real live horses and booths with art about horses. And it was just this incredible community. Horse trailers with people talking about horse trailers for sale. It was beautiful. Mini horses. My children got to dress up these super cute mini horses. That was their other big takeaway, was dressing up the mini horse Alex. (laughs) in St. Patrick's attire and being able to be with real horses. So here's my question to you and my challenge in this mini Are you just, are you like a kid kicking at the tires? Are you dancing around what it is that you really want, what it is that you really desire in life? Or are you complete? And part of being complete I'm going to suggest, is being grounded in the year, in the time, in the season, and in the space that you are in right now, and being a 100% okay and complete with that. No longer looking at, if only, if I was, if I had, but just grounding in the joy of what you already do have. To me, that is completeness. And kicking the tires, wishing we could drive the car when we're only a (laughs) seven-year-old. That's not how it works. But when we're 27, if we're still kicking the tires of that big shiny truck and dreaming of a horse trailer we can attach to it, guess what? You're an adult now. So if that is in you, if that is your dream, it's time to work towards that. What are you living for? What is the thing that your soul came here for? That's what I want to know. And you're not responsible for the wind. You're not responsible for whether or not someone shows up. You are, however, responsible for the energy that you bring into the room, as Oprah says. That is what you're responsible for. So I invite you to, to go back into your soul, to go deep today, to meditate, take some time. Breathe it in and just ask yourself, what did I come here for? What am I dancing around? What tires am I kicking? And what are the next steps I'm willing to take responsibility for, regardless of what the wind does? And with that, I wish you a very happy and blessed March 1st. Thank you for joining me today. Do you love horses as much as I do? If you do, you might want to join my healthy as a horse community. We affectionately call ourselves HA. (laughs) H-A-A-H. HA. In HA, we meet once a month on the first of every month, and we go deep on how to become healthier and look to horses as our muses for health you might want to work with me in one of my soul coaching programs. Right now, I'm running a special as part of the pre-sale for my book. It includes soul coaching, healthy as a horse monthly community, and a pre-sale of the book. If you are interested in joining this special pre-sale for the month of March, please send me an email, Catcaldwellmyers at gmail.com. I'm putting my email out there because my website is under construction, by the way, as we have all of these exciting new things coming. Thank you so much for listening.